You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God, my shepherd, is with me even as I walk through challenging times. Learn more about this truth in week three of our series, Perspective. Let's read Psalm 23, a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God, we ask you once again to give us a fresh perspective, an understanding, God, of who you are in our lives and who we are with you and how we should see our circumstances. We pray, Lord, that you will infuse a fresh impartation of faith that is greater than all of our fears combined. And may you impart to us, Lord, a greater confidence in you that is bigger than all of the challenges that we are facing at hand. We ask that you bless our time, Lord. Bless the reading and the preaching of the word. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Talking about perspective, I'm sure many of you have seen this or you may have actually done it yourself. You have taken some camera trick shots. Sa pagkuha lang natin ng mga pictures from unusual point of views, unusual angles. You can make the picture appear like something that is immovable is actually doing something for you or something that is difficult. If you really look at it, it's actually very easy and something that looks easy is actually quite challenging. And uh, something that is bigger or heavy becomes uh, appears light and uh, not so heavy at all. And if you think of all these pictures, it's just really a matter of perspective. Um, different point of views has that effect on us as well. And for example, that's what fear does to us. That's what worry does to us. While the threats and the concerns are real and valid, many times it takes it so out of proportion, especially in light of who God is and who we are in God. Kaya nga sa series ng perspective, we've been looking at Psalm 23. We've been looking at who God really is from the psalmist perspective, from David, and who we are in Him. And at the same time, hopefully we can view our circumstances with the eyes of faith instead of fear and worry and anxiety. We know that the perspective that we take determines the attitude, the posture, and eventually the action that we take. So our perspective pretty much affects our view. So ang hope natin sa series na to is that you've been having a fresh perspective of who God is and that we see ourselves the way God sees us and how God wants us to see ourselves now that we have Him and how we should also see our situations, of course, with the eyes of faith. We've been looking at the Lord who is my shepherd, I shall not want. And uh, we continued on the previous to Mother's Day, we talked about how what kind of a leader he is, what kind of a Lord, what kind of a shepherd he is. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for 
His name's sake. And if you have missed the previous messages, I do encourage you to click on the videos and you can backtrack and enjoy the whole series. But for today, as we continue on with verse 4, and uh, next week we're going to talk about verse 5 and 6, I would like for us to get this big idea, this perspective that I believe the psalmist wants us, wants us to take. That our Lord is enough even when life is tough. Why did you say that with me? Our Lord is enough even when life is tough. This is actually the perspective of David. And this is the, the declaration that he is making. If you can notice the tone that has shifted in verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Think about that phrase, even though. David is saying in this part of the psalm that uh, this is despite the fact of the many challenges and obstacles that he is facing. And remember, David went through a lot, whether it's the lion and the bear protecting the sheep, whether it's facing Goliath, and uh, even the king that he somehow rescued, uh, King Saul in his kingdom, who wanted to kill him while he is serving him. These are the many uh, tough challenges and, and, and tough situations that David was in. But he was saying it that even though I walk through, now look at that phrase, walk through, this doesn't mean that uh, he would walk out of it, but it, it also doesn't mean that God will take him out of it. But he is going through difficult situations, but despite the fact, despite those challenging things, he is going to walk through it. And look at this, even this, this description, the valley of the shadow of death. You know, this speaks of a place where the shadow of death, it's dark and death seems so real and tangible. And this is something that David had to walk through. And I believe many of us also are going through even uh, at certain points in our lives. Pero ito yung condition of, of, of uh, what David was thinking when he was writing this psalm. And he's basically saying that you know, a life submitted to God's lordship does not mean a life without hardship. Sometimes ang idea kasi natin, when He is our Lord, when he, he is our Shepherd, it seems like everything is going to be okay. Let's not entertain the lie that once we give our lives to Jesus, everything is going to be okay. The Bible did not promise that. Jesus did not promise that, well, at least for now. But there will come a time that He will remove all evil and all its consequences. But until the new heavens and the new earth has come, we need to know that life, even under God's lordship, is not without hardship. But there is a promise that follows this verse. Look at this verse. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, why don't you read that with me? I will fear no evil, for you are with me. I don't know if you notice the shift of the perspective. But from the first part, Sabi ni David, the Lord is my shepherd. He was talking about God. It was a third person uh, point of view. And now here when he was talking about even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he was giving a personal experience, not somebody else's. I will fear no evil. And then he says, for you are with me. God is now someone he is talking to. He's not just talking about God. He was talking to God. It's a first person perspective. And there's something about David realizing who God is, how he is the Lord, and how he is a shepherd, that even though he is faced with many challenging 
times, even though he is walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Sabi niya, I will fear no evil. Yung interesting yung word of fear, kasi nga uh, in Hebrew, it's actually yari. Okay? Pas Tagalog, parang yari talaga tayo. Di ba? Pero in the midst of these fearful situations, is something that makes you want to stop and quit and stop following God and stop trusting Him. Sabi niya, he will fear no evil. And the evil here speaks of anything that is threatening to inflict harm or even cause death to, to one of us. But David is saying that because of who God is, He's the Lord, He's the shepherd, and that He is with Him even in our darkest hour, even in our most difficult situations, even though we are going through stuff, even though we are walking through some dark moments of our lives. God is with us. And His presence and then being under His Lordship basically means that we are under His divine protection. Alam na alam ni David that nothing will ever escape God's watchful eye. And God is constantly watching and keeping uh, His flock. Kung paano'y pinaglaban ni David yung sheep sa lion, sa bear, and the people of Israel from Goliath and the Philistine army, somehow David knew that God is so much better than David. God is so much better than any other king that ever existed or will ever exist. We'll make sure that we are covered, that we are protected, and that we are kept. You know, pag sinabing valleys of the shadow of death, of course, alam natin na that's the lowest part of our life's journey and kung uh, ito yung valley sa gilid niyan is basically a cliff and it's it's often called the valley of the shadow of death because those who are going through the cliff you know one small step could cause them to assure death and they would fall and, and they would get hurt and not only that but in the midst of the valley ang daming challenges kasi nga that's where usually uh Predators are around and somehow God in his wisdom, God as a shepherd would lead us through the cliffs and not only through the cliffs but through the valleys. But we don't have to fear about the threats that are all around us but we can be secure in God's divine protection. And uh, interesting, I read this uh, from a book that talks about Psalm 23 and that the valleys is actually where refreshing still waters are found. In the valleys are actually where green pastures are found. So somehow God allows us through uh, the difficult situations in our lives because that's pretty much where God wants to refresh us and strengthen us and feed us in far better ways than we could ever imagine. I, I like how somebody said this, don't waste the crisis. In other words, in the midst of this very difficult situation, God is actually feeding us, speaking to us, ministering to us, making His presence more felt. And we don't even have to fear, even if the threats are real, even if the evil things that are around us seems more powerful than, than we've ever thought of or imagined because we are under God's protection. and He is watching over us. You know, one funny picture I saw about this verse is actually a picture of uh, a cat walking through its valley of the shadow of death. This is a picture of a dog school. And alam naman natin that this is where dogs are being trained not to be impulsive. 
kahit gutom sila, kahit galit sila, they have to follow a command. And when you think about this picture, you know, how can a cat surrounded by dogs could actually walk through it without fear? Well, siguro, it's knowing that the dogs are under control, under somebody's control. And in a way, that's a picture of what's happening. Don't worry. No enemy, no evil plan can ever go so far out of God's control. But when I look at Psalm 23 and now see this picture, what if this is not really a dog school, but this is actually a cat school? What if this picture is about a trainer trying to teach a cat not to be afraid? You know, there's another picture that I want to relate to. It is actually a picture of a cat looking in the mirror and seeing a lion. Somehow, as, as a personal reflection of, of David, remember David's declaration when he faced Goliath. He knew who God is. He knew who God was on his side. And now in Psalm 23, he was declaring that even though he is walking through the valley of the shadow of death, he will fear no evil because he knew that God is with him. How much more now that we know that God is in us. He's given us His Spirit and will never leave us nor forsake us. You know, remember that even though in tough situations, we can be secure because we are under God's divine protection. The verse continues in verse 4, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Look at this last phrase. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, I know this is quite challenging for many of us because how can a rod bring comfort to us? How can a staff bring comfort to us? You know, maybe a staff will bring comfort to a shepherd. Maybe a rod will bring comfort to a shepherd. But to a sheep, paano ba nakakaroon ng comfort in sheep when the shepherd has a rod and a staff with him? Of course, uh, we don't understand this very much because we are not surrounded by a sheep herding culture. But if you look at how shepherds are and how they take care of the sheep, two instruments that they carry with them is the rod and the staff. And yung rod na to, it's basically a shorter stick but with a heavy uh, club-like tip. And itong rod na to is pretty much something that a shepherd uses as a weapon. Of course, to protect the flock from the enemy. It's amazing how shepherds sometimes can, can throw this very, very far and, and hit uh, strong with accuracy. And of course, itong rad ginagamit ito for correction, okay? to correct a sheep that is being disobedient. Of course, sometimes hinahurt uh, yung, yung flock para hindi siya mag-go astray, but even then, you would carry the, the sheep over the neck okay? while binding its wound. And hindi lang to correct, but also to inspect. Meron tinatawag yung mga shepherd na passing the, the sheep uh, under the rod. Okay? So, habang dumadaan yung sheep, pinupush niya yung ng rod yung wool so that to check if there are any parasites, if there's any infestation going on, and he would make sure that the, that the flock or that the sheep is protected. Hindi lang from external threats, but even internal threats from the mga pests and mga insects that are trying to harm sheep as well. Now, yung staff naman, which is longer and thinner with the hook at the crook at one end, is a shepherd's tool to bring direction. Medyo malayo, tinatap. Okay, not only that, to establish boundaries uh, para ma, ano, ma, ma 
direct yung mga flag that is being distracted kasi all they do is just graze and eat. They keep looking down and they could not see far ahead. So yung shepherd who goes before them with the, with the staff to direct them, okay, to walk ahead of them and to pull them around and to tap them, to bring them back to the fold, to make sure that they are facing the right direction. And not only that, this is actually used to rescue them. Kaya itong hook at the end is actually to pick up a a sheep that has uh, fallen into a pit or from a very difficult situation, ginagamit siya pang rescue to hook them out. And of course, ginagamit siya to encourage the sheep. Sometimes uh, while lying down and, and in the sheep pen, the shepherd will get the sheep and pull, its clo- uh, pull the sheep close to the shepherd so that he could stroke the shepherd and encourage the shepherd, uh, encourage, pull the sheep and to encourage the sheep and to tap the sheep and to comfort the sheep, especially those who are wounded, those who are hurting after being rescued. So when you think of these tools of a shepherd's staff, actually this is where uh, kings got the idea of having a scepter. It's actually taken from a shepherd who is supposed to be a model for kings as they lead. They have the rod for discipline, for protection, for correction, for inspection. But they should also have this staff, which is the power, the authority to direct, to establish boundaries, to rescue and to encourage others. And when you think about this, you know, a rod and a staff brings comfort to the sheep because to be under his lordship means to be under this divine intention. Interesting yung word that uh, they comfort me. If you think of that word comfort, yung word comfort na yun is actually to transition one from one state to another. So kung medyo grieving ka, mourning to a place, a comfort, transitioning that from grieving, mourning to rejoicing and celebrating. From hurting and being wounded, comfort is to transition the person from from. Uh, hurting and wounding to place of healing and health. And that's God's heart. That speaks of God's plan and God's purpose. So why should we submit to His Lordship? Kung hindi naman ibig sabihin ng problem-free life? Well, very simple. Do we want to be under His protection? And do we want His divine intention, which is always good, pleasing, and perfect, to always prevail in our lives? You know, David was making this not just a song about God. He was basically singing to God. And this is a personal declaration for him. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. This reminds us that really our Lord is enough. Even when life is tough. You know, Jesus, of course, in, in the book of John, reminded us that he is the good shepherd. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus is a good shepherd who came down to be with us and fought our enemies, including sin, including death. And of course, he did not just feed the hungry. He did not just taught the foolish and the ignorant. He did not just heal the sick. He did not just raise the dead. But like a good shepherd, he even laid out his life so that he could be the first to walk through that valley, not just of a shadow of death, but death itself, so that those who would put their trust and faith in him can have life to the full, not just here in this world, 
but even in the next. That's why Jesus confidently said this, we can take heart because he has overcome the world. Through the cross, he showed us how he is victorious over everything that the world could have against us. Even if the world is against you, we don't have to be afraid because God is for you. So my question for us today, even before I pray, is this. You see the Lord over your fears and worries. You see the Lord over your pains and suffering. I may not know your exact situation, but I believe the Lord knows all your fears, all our fears, and all our worries. I believe the Lord knows all our pains and all our suffering. So why do we make a decision today to make Him the Lord over our lives and surrender our all to Him, including all our fears and all our worries, that He might infuse faith in a God who is bigger than all our fears, that we may learn how to truly worship God a God who is bigger than all of our worries combined. And why do we surrender to the Lord all our pains and all our suffering, knowing that we have a God who loves us, a God who cares for us, a God who saves us, and let Him heal our hurts, heal our wounds, heal our sickness and diseases, and bring comfort and peace in our hearts, even in the midst of this very difficult situation. Why do we just pray? Lord, we thank you, God, for reminding us of who you are, that you are our Lord, our shepherd, a God who protects us, a God who always wants what's best for us. And Lord, even in our disobedience and rebellion, Lord, you still choose to show your love for us by disciplining us, by giving us your rod and your staff to guide us and to lead us. And thank you, God, that even in our darkest valleys, Lord, you are with us, never leaving us, nor forsaking us. So I pray, God, as we surrender our all to you, we surrender to you all our fears, all our worries. We surrender to you all our pains and all our suffering. Let your peace and comfort flood our hearts and our souls. Lord, may you infuse faith in us that we may learn to completely trust you and worship you. Because we know, God, that you are bigger than all of our fears and all of our worries and all of our pains and all of our sufferings combined. And in all these things, we give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We would love to help you grow in knowing God. Of course, uh, we will continue our series next week. We're going to look in particular verse 5 and 6, the last part of Psalm 23. And we would like for you to join us in our daily devotionals, and our Thursday prayer meetings. Thank you for joining. God bless you, and may you have a faith-filled and a victorious week.